0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and on the show today, we've got the uh, CEO of. Miss, of uh, High Tribe, we've got Mr. Jeremy Nikowitz. Niklavich, but it's close enough. I, <laughs> Nobody gets it. I so. <laughs> tried to sound it out a couple times. I, I mispronounced so many names on the show. That's all right. But um, yeah, so uh, he is the, uh, the new uh, CEO um, for High Tribe, um, mm-hmm. the hip hop group. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, yeah, I guess uh, what uh, led to this uh, leadership change here, man. Uh, a lot of it's just been like Miles um, adding me to the group. I want to say it's
1: close to two years now. I want to say it's around that time. I lose track. We have too much fun. <laughs> too much. You got though. it, man. Too That's, much whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we, it's, so I was added on kind of like as like a promotional um, consultant, just kind of like navigating how we're going to lay out plans to put music out, put videos out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, kind of just learning that side of it maintaining the pages making sure they're active um and it just sort of grew a little bit past that miles and i have known each other since middle school went to middle school and high school together mm-hmm. so it's like um he's always come to me even before i was an actual member of high tribe just to ask me like what do you think of this or what do you think of the direction of that yeah and so like just doing the promotion I think he is the one that made that decision where he was like it's not enough so we kind of like i had my own podcast at one point it was called high frequency we did like three episodes it was like really nice to maintain but it was again it was like there was just something more about the behind Mm -hmm. the scenes stuff that i love because this scene is just so full it's full of artists and it's full of people that are putting things out there's like i don't want to say there's a drought but there's not a lot of people that just stick to the promotion and the behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. That's starting to grow. Yeah. But, um, it was just something that him and I just decided, you know what? Like, let's focus on it. The and marketing side of it, the branding. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Like nobody talks about it. I like, Schlee, I guess has talked about it a lot more. Shout maybe.
0: out Schlee. Shout out Also,
1: Schlie. I fucking hate her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck Schlee. Fuck Schlee. But, um, also shout out Miles, of course, uh, our guy, um, gotta, we, we, love Shadows and Mr. Nice Guy, but, um, yeah, so, um, you're absolutely right. I think that, um, no, it's, it's good to have people that don't want to be like, you know, at the forefront mm-hmm. all the time, which I feel like is so idealized, but, mm-hmm. you know, just to, to make sure like things are going like well internally is something mm-hmm. that a lot of artists and collectives and creatives in general just forget about, um, it's important to have somebody who's just making sure everyone's got a good head on their shoulders and that kind of stuff so
1: yeah and it's just something that miles is again miles is like he's a co-founder but he's the big like person behind what created high tribe Mm -hmm. like he's been the only constant besides like fells within the high tribe since its creation where it's just like he's there every step of the way Mm -hmm. so i think where this change came from more or less is this has been our biggest year with the high tribe we've mm-hmm. had trash man open up for nappy roots we've had miles open up for afro man we've done yeah. shows out of state in state there was a move to appleton um where there's a focus on milwaukee and appleton now mm-hmm. um miles has his there and back tour coming up in august and it's like there's a lot that's going on there's been this this we've done a lot Mm -hmm. That we haven't done before which is like really exciting yeah but for miles as an artist now he's CEO of high tribe he's doing promotions he's creating the graphics we're editing videos Mm -hmm. he's trying to like keep control of everything that's going on while booking and he's done this and he's got three kids Wow So (laughs) so it's like if he can do all this it's kind of been like a little transition where he's like teaching me a little bit here and there and I'm just kind of trying to figure things out um and a lot of it like a lot of what i've done within this last year is event planning and putting together the shows and again booking and just stuff like that and now it's i think that we've all kind of gotten a good enough grasp and we're comfortable enough where we can be like okay now where's the next step Mm -hmm. and like i respect him because like high tribe is his baby and it's like all of our baby but at the end of the day like he's been the ceo of high tribe pretty much since its creation and for him to be like, you know what, I, I have the confidence, yeah. I'm going to pass it on you, Like that means a lot. Like, it's a lot. So that's yeah, awesome. kind of where this transition has come along. It's like a new thing to me. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, just within the first couple days, I was just like,
0: how the hell was you doing this? Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. understand this at all. But it's fun. Yeah. Well, that's great, man. Uh, speaking of fun, uh, it appears we have uh, some... Uh, Proper twelve Irish whiskey on the table. Shout out to Conor McGregor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Along with some uh, ginger ale and limes. Oh, yeah. Thank you for uh, bringing. Oh, uh, for sure. Let's the, the uh, this concoction here. Let's drink. Let's do it. Like we we gotta loosen up. We gotta have some. We do. We love, do. And I love whiskey. So do you, yeah. <laughs> do you? I like. I. Man, I I'm not like totally like a big whiskey guy, just mm. I'm mostly a beer guy in general. Okay. But I feel like I just haven't really like, you know, I would drink whiskey just, you know, when I'm trying to just get drunk and okay. fast, you know? <laughs> it's like just anyone who's in their you know, l- their early 20s, they're just trying to we're just trying to get drunk. Mm. I, I haven't cared that much about cocktails and having something actually tastes good mm-hmm. and I feel like I've just been drinking it the wrong way so it's, it's, this seems like I'm really excited about this cocktail because it looks really fucking tasty. <laughs> yeah, <love the> trail. <laughs> Moscow mules are like oh one of my favorite okay. favorites and that's like a
1: big thing now that's yeah. like a big thing that's come up and that's the, With the copper mugs yeah, yeah. It, they're good but it's I don't, for me there's just something about like a good whiskey like a good mixture nothing too much with it not too much flavor outside of just bringing out the whiskey and with irish whiskeys what i found a lot is like lime mm-hmm. and the ginger ale bring, bring out the
0: flavor so uh-huh. i used to uh have cheers, cheers. dude oh that is Boy, really um, good my favorite i hate i
1: regret saying this but my favorite is powers irish whiskey okay like it's got a lot more Oh, Irish whiskeys are sweeter. They're lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, two gingers is a good one. It's like...
0: Okay. A, I, th- I would say it's the lightest out of oh, the yeah. three. That was... Uh <laughs> it was requested on my show before, but I remember I was like shit broke and they couldn't afford it. Oh, somebody requested. Someone somebody requested uh, two genders. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, sorry, Will Frank. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we ended up drinking like this uh, Jamaican liqueur. That, okay. Uh, it was like a coffee liqueur. Um, How was it? It was very very good, but we got. Okay. What <laughs> <laughs> cores <laughs> will do that That's usually what happens. You just drink them so fast because it's like nothing. It's alcoholic candy. Yeah. Um, so, Jeremy, what we talk about, uh, Mr. Nice Guy, we explore love and fear through the creative and passionate minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, um, uh, we first came in contact uh We've been Facebook friends for a while, but then I met—I first met you at the uh, the Landmark Lanes show. The give uh, the, back. Yeah, the give back. Um, we saw performances from Nick Grace. Shout out Nick. Shout out Higher Power. Shout out Gorilla Ghost. Uh, shout out Magic. Um, also shout out Spades for hosting it. Um, that was the first time I had actually met you in person. Mm. Um, you had known me from because you know I'm part of Breaking and Entering. Shout mm. out Alan. Um, and, uh, it just felt, I felt like I know this dude already, but it just came, it came with, all that was missing was the handshake. Um, so, uh, that was a really fun show. Um, there's a lot of really fucking great talent.
1: Those artists are, and the thing about those artists and the thing about that show specifically was it was very different from anything that I've ever been a part of. Mm -hmm. Very different from anything we've ever booked before, because... It, it's more of like the I don't I would say like a strange music style of hip-hop yeah which we don't get a lot in Milwaukee right. and Nick Grace like he's a really good artist he does a lot of production he can perform um, he takes it very seriously and yeah. he's somebody that I believed on that card was uh, very underrated higher power oh, yeah again they do a lot they're they so lot of, good yeah. yes and their
0: performances are crazy yeah they have such great like They just have such great chemistry on stage. Like, uh, they... That was a lot of fun. And yeah, Nick with his, like... He's very, like, hardcore influenced. Mm -hmm. And then there's Gorilla Ghost, which brings such a really edgy, experimental... Like, just very abrasive form of... Just super fucking aggressive uh, delivery from... from, uh, With a Chris and Martin. Yeah, with heavy message. Like, Mm -hmm. they been really enjoying their lp that came out um so that was a that was a very amazing show because i'm also not really like i mean I know, I know a lot of hip-hop artists in the city but that was unlike any show i had been before in the city i appreciate that that's
1: that's kind of what we tried to do with it because again we, we didn't see a lot of that and that's kind of what we've tried to do with um the give back shows which um we kind of trying to um, evolve with that and turn that into something more Mm -hmm. so that's kind of been why it's been a little bit quiet there's a lot of things I can't talk about right now that I want to work out Um, but there's um, the whole idea behind them was just putting on these shows for people that are maybe maybe haven't done shows before and gives them that opportunity to do it and not only that but it's just to try new things and to try to put out a different sort of sound in every mm-hmm. single show yeah um do we have like uh spades like you said
0: as the host who's that man's a great host oh, he's man. a great artist Dude, he's fun like, shout out, <laughs> shout out <Oscars>. we <laughs> Oscar. we love oscar he was uh he was a guest before um he uh very humble um he's very um he uh always tags me in his songs and sends me them over insta and shit. Mm-hmm. he's a very like he's very like He's a very like extroverted guy like you know it's hard work man it's really hard work he
1: is and he's a different breed he, him too like the, the back story behind like a lot of this too is um with when it comes to like spades and miles and myself is we actually all went to frenchy middle school together nice. and we all went to bradley tech high school together right. <laughs> so it's like we knew we've known each other for this whole time um what's weird about it and i've kind of told the story here and there a little bit before is this that like Miles and I got kind of out of contact and I got kind of out of contact with Spades a little bit after high school. We graduated mm-hmm. in two thousand and ten. Around two thousand and twelve Miles came to me and was like, Look, I'm I'm rapping now. And I was like, What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anybody that knows him knows that he was like more of like the metal scene. Yeah. And he was listening to like just rock music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the guy with the long hair. Yeah. Who's always wearing like just, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's like Spencer's or what <laughs> it mm. was, those, those yeah. t-shirts that like we all hot worked topic. at. Yes, yeah, Hot yeah. Topic. And it's like, he's rapping. Mm-hmm. So, I checked it out. And that was like the first time that I had checked out anything within Milwaukee Hip Hop was around 2012. And I was actually like, there's so many rappers at Tech so many rappers yeah. so I was like here we go again I just yeah. and he, he was a, a friend so I was just like if this isn't good I'm telling him yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna tell him to stop do whatever you're doing stick yeah. to it and I was actually impressed and I was like okay this is like the start of something that's really good and I just listened more and more and more and paid attention more and then what's funny about like Oscar specifically is this like I heard him on a feature and it was like Spades, I don't know, I don't remember if it was King Spades at the time or if it was just Spades, but it was sure. just Spades, and I'm like, this guy is actually pretty dope, he yeah. raps different than everyone else, yeah. he has a different sound, um, it's just like, a, it, at that time it was like a really raw sound for Spades, it wasn't a perfect, I, I believe Spades has come into like perfecting his sound yeah, more and more. For sure. So what, it wasn't that, but it was like, it caught my attention. And, like, the more I started looking into, like, the scene and whatever, I ended up finding it was him. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah. What? yeah, <laughs> Like, isn't he's that, doing this too? Wild.
0: <laughs> it's wild <laughs> when someone you fall off with for the longest time just reappears in such a, like, a unexpected format. It, <laughs> it's crazy. It caught dude. me so often. I'm just like... How bad of a friend am
1: I that, like, for the last two years I didn't know this man was doing this? (laughs) How do I
0: not know? And it was just like. It's like when you find out that, um, you know, that someone that you went to high school with is now, for some reason, involved in all these Bitcoin schemes or something. It's like, I don't know why the fuck they got themselves into this, but for some reason, it's like something that they're doing now and they're passionate about it. Power to them. Yeah, it, I, you know, it's it's crazy how people just like disappear and then reappear, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I, don't know, but I feel like they're learning experiences. of yeah.
1: it's just like you just get to like you pictured this person a certain way, and in high school a lot of stuff's different. Everybody's course, worried about yeah. different things, and right. then it's just they reappear and they're this, and you're like, what? And you just got to like learn little things from. Them. But it's cool. Like I'm. Since 2012, the scene has come such a long mm-hmm. way. And I, like, I cannot stress how far we've come because it's, we've been at a point, I want to say in 2012, where the artists looked at each other more as competition. Yeah. And it's, there's a lot of credit that I would give to Ishtar for changing mm-hmm. this. And the reason being is because everybody wanted to be the first out of Milwaukee. Yeah. Everybody wanted that title and everybody just... There was like a very selfish... Uh, attitude amongst a lot of artists and it's not like I'm not hating on anybody I'm not gonna point out any names but there was just at that time this is what it was and I think there I don't know what it was exactly but something along the way certain things started to change I think a lot of it comes with everybody's approach to the game too yeah and I I know that Schlee's talked about this in the past Um, Again, and I really respect what, like, Schlee has done about talking about the scene and what she said. Yeah. And her and I have had a lot of great conversations on it, and there's a lot of things that, that she's very outspoken about, which I love yes. that she's the one that's voicing all these opinions. Of course. Just because of where she's at as an artist. I guess, what, like, a lot of it was just these artists didn't want to work together. There wasn't a lot of, like, again, it was that whole, I want to be the first out of the city. A lot of people weren't taking anything very seriously, yeah. Um, and there wasn't a lot of professionalism behind yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of hate, and there was a lot of shading, and there was a lot of people not wanting to work together. Um, but now we've there is this transition and change where I think people have grown to understand that that's not what this is about. And yeah. without an actual scene and without people being united, this shit isn't gonna work. Right. right? Absolutely. It's yeah. it's. That's what I think the whole change has been within these last few years. I know a Breaking and Entering has been, had a lot to do with that. Yeah, Breaking and Entering and Twamac Mac um, have done a lot of just trying to unite the scene. And shout out to Mac because he's been like a real positive um, vocal voice within this scene and, and making things work. Um, but it's like Breaking and Entering, Twamac. You have people like Schlee and her crew who they're fucking great. Like Roger. Oh, man, I love Roger, Roger. Roger. Yeah. I and love I I watched that episode with Roger and he's just like I don't do this often great. because I always tell them I hate them and I can't stand them and whatever else <laughs> but like in all honesty Roger is is a very professional and very serious uh, man about his craft and he's only been doing it for like two years now and that's yes. so commendable but um. he focuses on it and that's the thing is is I remember when um, I met all of them at it was Schley's yellow street party mm-hmm. and uh, it was the EP uh, she had Miles there, and Juke Marciano was also there. Um, it's the first time I met Juke, who's also a dope artist. Yeah, yeah she's crazy. And um, so we I, we I met all of them, and he was just doing stuff for Schley. And I remember where he just started to do that kind of like, started moving out into doing the um, music videos for other people. I believe one of the first that he did, I want to say, was for... CIMP, which was Miles and uh, Spades. Sure. Him yeah. and I were talking about it um, maybe a month or two ago. But even how far he's come from then, because he's branched out and it, like, the word of mouth spread. Yeah. Because of just his dedication and his work and how serious he takes it. But again, it's just people like that that have changed this whole view of this scene. That just aren't about. All right, I'm going to make you a video. Pay me. Hurry up. I'll get to the next one. He wants to tell a story with the videos. He's very professional. We didn't have that professionalism at all. And it was something that was really missing within this scene. And I think a lot of people have taken it a lot more serious. And with Ishtar kind of starting to make that break, I feel like people have kind of taken that step back from, all right, I don't need to be the first out. Mm -hmm.
0: Let's, like, work on the rest of this. Yeah, because Milwaukee doesn't have, like, a claimed sound yet.
1: Uh, no, more. Malac- I like that.
0: Yeah, and that's great. That's that's a positive because it allows for so many more ideas to flourish rather than, okay, like this is this is what's popular now. Like this is what's being expected of us. So all these artists need to like adhere to this standard or anything. Like I remember because like I'm from the Chicago area. I remember in 2012 that was like when drill became okay. super popular. Chief yeah. Keef and then like G Herbo and then like. You know, Bibby, Dirk, like, all those guys. Which was a lot of fun, but that was kind of what people wanted from Chicago for a long yeah. time. and yeah. And, like, Milwaukee's not quite at that point yet where it's like there's, you know, there's nothing... They don't know what to expect from us yet. You um, know what
1: though, like, the, the other side of it, and I... There's not an established Milwaukee song, but if you listen like closely to a lot of the hip-hop within Milwaukee. I think some of the artists that I would consider the Milwaukee sound would, it'd be like, when you start thinking about it, Genesis Renji. Genesis Renji, Renz Young, uh, Von Alexander, yeah. you have Pizzle, aka Sherrod Sloans, mm-hmm. um, Nile. There's like yeah. a, they all have a similar sound, but it's their own. Yeah. But it's still like when I think Milwaukee, I guess that would be the closest thing to a sound I would think. Mm-hmm. But I think that again, that maybe that's a little bit inspired by Chicago.
0: Could, yeah. I mean, it is a lot of people view it as a satellite market, even though, I mean, Milwaukee is doing its best to although using Chicago as like maybe a resource, but we're still our own city. Um, but there's also just so many bands too. Like there's so many bands. There's so many like, you know, experimental and like electronic artists. There's a lot of, um, you know, you have the the pop stars like Lex Allen and, mm. um, and Amanda Huff. And you also have, and Reyna. Like mm. there's, like there's so many unique, like, you know, it, there's, there's everyone like there's such a unique blend of talent that is all kind of, uh, it's, you know, being brought to fruition like all at the same time, and it's like, mm-hmm. and I don't want Milwaukee to have like a sound. I want him, I want Milwaukee to have sounds up. Mm-hmm. And while you can say that like, well, every city has that, uh, like, it's, it's, it's. Special for us because it's like, like I was saying earlier, like there's not really much of a precedent yet, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, yeah, people outside of the city may know Ishtar, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's obviously like the Violet Femmes and, and like Field Report that other artists know, or that artists that are like big outside of the city too, but like you know there's just a lot going on here and it's like and that. it's also and a lot of our talent is very young too yes
1: yes there's not i mean mayhem is another example of mm-hmm. that mine Nile. Idea, they're yeah. all like and like when when i started paying attention to this hip-hop scene i felt like around 2012 like a couple of years ago um fat nerds they didn't put out like a lot of collective mu- music but a lot of their performances were just all together like that and mm-hmm. where i think like people like nile and that younger wave of people like they're starting to learn the business now yeah which is like really 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 important Mm -hmm. i can't stress that enough but it's like that's what i'm excited seeing is that there's like you said those young people and nick grace is another young person and there's just like all these people who are young that are just starting to like they got the music down yeah and they're, they're still always going to perfect that, and they're all go- always going to like grow with that. But this business side of it, 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 I cannot stress how important that is. Because you can make great music, but if nobody hears it, and you don't have the plan, and you don't like go out and do things, it's not going to mean anything. Right. But like Niall kind of stepped forward, and he went into his, I guess, what I would call his solo debut. Which, it really wasn't a debut, but... It was kind of like his freshman year within this yeah. last year mm-hmm. and he went out and he made a lot of noise and he played Summerfest this year yeah. and now it's kind of like uh, Mayhem put out his I guess it was an EP or album it was somewhere around sure there, but okay. it's like one of the things I have in constant rotation yeah um, but he put that out and it's like he's starting to step up a little bit and kind of become a little bit more mm-hmm. professional and find where he feels within the sounds and the yeah. scene and things like that but it's that passing of the torch where it's like he has an to look to and be like okay like what did you do and what works and how mm-hmm. can i do that and like that a lot of that is happening and not only that but he can go to like other people in the scene now where mm-hmm. again that wasn't happening before yeah. if like and sh- uh, uh, like i keep saying shlee but like i just watched an interview where she talked about this oh, i yeah. loved everything that that she talked about where it was just like if you see something that another artist is doing that, like, you have some sort of, like, communication with, ask them how they're doing it. Yeah. Ask them, because it's there's nothing that any of us are going to hold back from you. Mm-hmm. Like, if if somebody comes to me and asks me about, like, a couple of people have asked me about breaking and entering, or how do you get exposure to this, or how do you get exposure to that, or how
0: do you create the show, or where do you go? I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of breaking and entering messages. People yeah. that are like, "Hey, can you like publish this?" And I'm like, "Send it to it's, the, email. <laughs> send it to the email, you know."
1: And, and another thing, like, and I like I've, I knew Alan for like maybe I I think I might have met Alan at. A Landmark Lane show I okay. might want to say sure. was might have been the first show that I ever like I've known of Alan before then and I think that we may have talked before then, but I didn't really get to know Alan and I think it was I don't want to it might have been I don't know if it was like MKE Vice or it was something that it was the first show that I had ever um, put together it was at Landmark Lanes we sold out it was crazy awesome. um, but I met Alan there and like Alan is uh, so busy
0: mm-hmm
1: I, yeah. He's he, so busy he is and he some people get really angry it. with it though and they're like why hasn't he responded to my message and I'm like because he has 2,000 other messages yeah, of music. Literally. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I do like all I'm doing is like show booking for a yeah. while and like I'd get a lot of people that would send me stuff and a lot of people that w- were just like can you book me for a show and just send me your information
0: and yeah. there's so many artists here that I can't even keep up Dude, on the whole I even... I know. I even feel bad when I ask Alan for favors, like... Because he started publishing my Nice Guy episodes... Okay. ...with artists. Okay. Um, and uh, I feel bad even asking him because, like, he's just, like, so busy and, like, has so much to stay on top of with the administrative work on Breaking and Entering. But literally, like, I text him just asking if he could by any chance, you know, publish... You know, the, this interview I just did. He's yeah. like, sure thing, man. We'll have it out on Monday. Alan is so cool. He is, he's just, he's, dude, I got a drink to Alan because, to Alan. dude, Alan is literally, he has changed Milwaukee's music scene in such an, you know, immense way. And I'm grateful to be able to be involved in what he does because nice. I try to be at everything that he's not at which is mm-hmm. a lot of the shows that you know are happening around the city and the thing is the milwaukee music scene and i i just really like has humbled me a lot like it's so much to tap into and you mm-hmm. have to make sacrifices. There's a lot of nights where there's going to be just going to be three shows. I want to be at. <laughs> you got to like figure out which one you want. Dude, yeah, at. Yes. I have to like plan ahead and know. It's like, can I see this artist another time, or like, you know, when when am I going to get the next opportunity? Like, literally, that happened last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's so much to tap into, and it, that also brings such a high demand for Breaking and Entering yes. to. Cover as much as we can, and I try to be at the stuff that Alan's not at. Mm. Um, I mean, you also have people like Pat. Shout out Pat Carroll. You know, he's also writing. We got. He would appreciate the Irish whiskey. Yeah, (laughs) I bet he would. (laughs) Um, But you know, it's it's there's a lot going on here, and and like it's, and I commend people for just being. I, I commend people like him that. Just literally are on top of so much because alan has done everything he has done so fucking much to enable artists to succeed to give that platform to artists to allow me to like help give that platform to artists artists that have had never even heard of breaking entering before i came to their show Mm. you know like i i like (laughs) If anything, like I'm, I'm honored that he responds to me right away.
1: <laughs> like, you do a lot of good work for Breaking and Entering too. Thank you. Like, and and I, I know that Alan, like, Alan does a lot of great work. He really does. But th- again, it's hard to be everywhere at once. And when you were added, I remember, like, when you were added, he was like, Look, we had this. Like, I met this new guy. He was great. Like, he's going to be doing shows. And then shortly after we did that Give Back show, and that's when like you came along to that. And those are like. The way that you made the artist feel just by doing the interviews and publishing that, that goes a long way. And yeah. that's like you and Breaking and Entering, and that's something that I feel that's the one side I think in Milwaukee that I feel has been missing. That I think is it's it's still changing. Yeah. But there isn't like a lot of media. And yeah. breaking and entering has done this best and we look to places like Shepherd Express and this is Milwaukee no disrespect Record. for them. Yeah, this is no disrespect. Yeah, for them. they're great publications, but they're 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 more thin too. Because and they're, they have like one person that's yeah. in charge of like the whole music department and it's yeah. not only hip hop. They're Milwaukee everything. Culture Publications. Yeah. They're not just focusing specifically on the music scene. Yeah. And and Shepherd Express started out as a music publication and it's gotten it's turned into a lot of different things which is great for them. Yeah. It's great for them. But I think that when Shepherd Express publishes a lot of the Milwaukee hip-hop music, I don't feel that they're in tune with a lot of it. And that's not, there's no disrespect to that. There's, I I know that there's certain artists that shine more than others. Yeah, But I feel like there's a huge disconnect with a lot of the music and a lot of the shows, and it comes with a lot of different reasons. Again, Journal Sentinel um, does a great job in certain aspects, but there's other aspects where I feel like locally, they don't really understand the scene and Milwaukee record I think does a good job as well but again there's not that connection that breaking and entering has with the scene because they've been on top of not only hip-hop but like bands and
0: everything else and in between yeah we have to we have to and that's that's part of and that's also something I've noticed like when, when it comes to things like street festivals or you know just uh artists that are you know Opening for big headlining acts or like just artists that are like receiving a lot of stardom in the Milwaukee scene in general. They're all fucking great. I And I cannot emphasize that enough. A lot of them, like the most popular artists in Milwaukee, like in terms of like streams and show draw and just overall reputation in general. They're all fucking great and they're great people. But there is a lot beyond that. And there are a lot of artists that don't get those opportunities as much they don't get to play at festivals as much they have trouble you know getting in at different venues they have trouble like you know making enough money to be able to go on tour and uh, you know continue trying to like even when it's like even if they have trouble receiving a a draw in milwaukee like they go on tour and travel all their places to try to find fans elsewhere and everything like Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on here, Um, and like you know, we like we have to cover everything inside and out Milwaukee's music scene. We cannot just focus on like just you know the big names that everyone knows. And there's like people my age that have made music that literally blows me away every fucking time. I got I'm gonna give a shout out. To one of my favorite bands in Milwaukee that doesn't even have anything recorded out on streaming yet. Hopper's Luck. Shout out Hopper's Luck. They are a fantastic, like psychedelic jazz, tropical fusion band. Ooh, okay. One of my they're one of my favorite bands in town. They're DIY as fuck. They're all guys my age. But where is the platform for them, you know? Like, I don't see them headlining fucking Local Street Fest or Solstice or Brady Street Days. Like, I want to see them out at that kind of stuff, you know? But, and that's why it's like, we got to, you know, no matter who is playing or what venue, like, if there is a show that night and it's an artist that needs some kind of platforming, Mm-hmm. That is my job, and that is also Alan's job with the various creatives he comes in contact with when he's doing things like Beat Beat, mm-hmm. people that are making a name for their, for themselves, because this is what they have.
1: Yeah. No, this is, it's, I, there's like two sides of this as well. And again, I think it comes back to, like, the media side, there's a little bit to blame, but... Uh, the business side, there's a lot to pick up on, and that's why I emphasize like. And I'm not saying that's where that you come in. Like,
0: well, because like you emphasize that so much.
1: Yeah, so. and there's it's it's not that people aren't business enough, but I feel like because we're in Milwaukee and because it's a scene that hasn't like blown up yet, and we're still trying to like, we're making waves. There's still yeah. national uh, media that still covers certain people in Milwaukee. Like DJ Vlad just covered uh, Little Chicken. I was and now I was just like what DJ Vlad like DJ Vlad and I'm like a three six fan. He has like DJ Paul on all the time. I'm like and he's covering. I mean, yeah, and
0: like Tayamo Danku. Yes, he's got a song with Snoop. Yes, he has a song with a lot of people. Yeah, (laughs) Tayamo, dude, shout out Danku because he is. uh, I had him on the show like two weeks ago. He's fucking. Have you seen him live? I have not yet, but okay. I'm to do I it. I need to a f- attend a Sifidens show. You have to, and the reason why I
1: say you have to, and, and like I have a lot of respect for this man, um, for this reason, it, he's not like a new wave rapper. It's it's really old school. Um, there's some people that it, it, it may not be like what's in right now, but why I respect him so much is because he always has this segment within every show where he does this like freestyle. But what he does is he's like, I'm gonna take. 10, 15 things that you say in the crowd. What's something you love? What's something you hate? Uh, Name an artist. Name a color. And then he'll freestyle, and he'll include every single one of those things, and Mm -hmm. he'll rap around it. And it's just like, how the fuck does this guy do this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't even remember what the people yelled out, but he has to remember, like... I got to talk about the color blue. Oh, yeah, I have to talk about... Nicki Minaj. Oh yeah, I have to talk about this. Uh, like it's just a bunch of weird stuff he has to remember every single night. That's very different every time that I've seen him do this. He's never like freestyled the same thing. Yeah, and that's what I
0: find crazy. And he's it's and foul, he Sam. yeah, he's been going at it for over twenty years, and uh, he's he has been. Like, he has has seen the scene longer than most people that are still Mm. even around Mm. in Milwaukee, like. And so I guess, like, with your own experience, like, as you've, you know, had your involvement in High Tribe and you've been um, involved in the Milwaukee creative scene for so long, uh, what are some examples of, like, where, like, you have, like, where you've seen, like, the business side of an artist, like, really take form and like lead them to like really great opportunities they wouldn't have otherwise.
1: I think there's a few people that I look at for business, even Miles is, is number one. Miles is like, he's taught me so much within the business end and it's not like we knew what was going on or somebody was told him like, hey, this is what's going on. And this is like kind of what I like to stress with a lot of artists is you're not going to learn the business side of things right away you're gonna fail a few times you're gonna fuck up and you're gonna look really stupid right but like you have to learn it but that's what a lot of these other artists are here for is for that like okay this is what we did this is what we did and then you just like try things out Um, but miles has done like it's it's a lot of trial and error um, a long way where it was like we had to learn how to run shows and it was all because there. Again, there was like a bad experience that we had with somebody that was booking a show. We were rushed on a set. It was like it was like not very well done. Yeah. And he was like, he, him and I were like complaining about it, and we were just like, what the fuck is like? What did we do wrong? Mm-hmm. And it came to this conversation where we were like, you know what? Let's learn how. To, like we can do this shit. Let's do our own yeah. shows. And, like, at first it was kind of like an angry, like, we can do our own shows thing. Yeah. But it turned into, like, we really had to learn, like, the promotion and the show end of things. And, like, there's a lot that goes with it. And there's a lot that you grow with. We've made some mistakes here and there. But you grow and you you think about it, like, how would I like to approach this Mm -hmm. situation? Or how would he like to approach it as an artist or what he's dealt with? Um, That's, like, the number one thing that I've seen as far as like promotion personally where it's just like from the be- beginning to end on my end yeah but I guess what I would the one artist that I would look at who I think is like really important and it's not stressed enough within the scene from a business end of thing is Genesis Renji mm-hmm. yeah. Genesis Renji is probably the most professional artist from my like my experience with him on the booking end um, I love the guy like as a friend, but yeah. from a business end is where I kind of met him first. Sure. And from a business end, he is just on top of it, mm-hmm. and he's not like holding anything back from anybody. He's pretty open with yeah. how he does things. If right. you're serious and if you take things seriously, um, but Genesis Renji has put together the house of Renji. Um, they've. All of them together, and him and his team have put together, like, all these opportunities. The guy's sponsored by Mountain Dew.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. A a Milwaukee artist that's sponsored by Mountain Dew. He's performed at uh, the Pfizer Forum for the Bucks. show. Like, he's performed at 88.9's Music Awards. Mm -hmm. There's just, like, so many things that he does. And now, it's not only that, but, like, I remember Milwaukee Hip Hop Week. This man was in, like, eight places in one day. yeah. So he's doing all this and making music and he's like doing whatever he does Mm -hmm. and he shows up all over the city to support and I see him all the time and like that I think it's just stuff like that that I see and that everybody else on a a scene I believe sees. I don't know if they pay attention as much Mm -hmm. but like just people like that from that business they just show of up. They just show up for everything. Yeah, and they're just like, I, I don't want to reveal too much of what, like the conversations that him and I had from a business end, but there was like, any changes that he had had um, to the show that we were booking, or any concerns that he had were taken care of, and everything was done in a business manner, and there was no like, personal feelings or anything involved in it. Like, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Where it's not, because a, a lot of the artists, what they do is they start getting really personal with a lot of their feelings. Yeah, and they hold a lot of things out there. And I think as an artist, that's great. Like, as an artist, if you're going to get onto a track and you're going to record music and you're going to talk about something, that's when you need to be personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, what we miss a lot of times is, like, when we switch to that business hat, a lot of that personal yeah. stuff starts to come with it. But, like, Jen did not have any of that jen knew the business and he was very professional and he like he's the ceo of his own shit he's the boss of his own shit and i think that a lot of the artists need to start looking at themselves as that like you are the boss of yourself and your brand and everything else in between it what do you think is the best business approach to get what you need or how do you further like how do you further yourself as a businessman and like Mm -hmm. get your artist name out there in the branding in the marketing and yeah, There's a lot
0: of thought that goes into it. Yeah, dude. I, I see so many, like, Facebook statuses. And it's kind of funny. It's kind of entertaining. But, like, I see, like, whether they're, like, a producer or an artist or whatever. Like, I just see people putting on blast these incredibly, like, un- unprofessional or otherwise just completely oblivious people that say, Oh, like, I was hoping you could do this for free. Or people that say... Oh, like you know, this will be great exposure for you, but it doesn't pay. Or I see people that are like, oh, like you know, I would, like I only have this amount of money, and like you know, I like so, like, can you do this? Like, no, like there's a time period for that. Yeah,
1: though. like if you're start, this is the thing that bothers me with that. If you're starting out and you're learning the ropes and you you don't know anything of what you're doing right off the bat, that's great. If you want to do stuff for exposure, like, do it. That's great. But if there comes a point in time where you have to do that, and that's there's no disrespect to it at all. There's a lot of people that do a lot of shows for free, and there's yeah. a lot of people that do this for free or right. that yeah. for free. And, like, I, but I feel if you're going to be a professional, you have to learn how to, like, navigate that. Mm-hmm. Because there's a period of time where you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah you don't have to do shows for free you don't have to like get exposure yeah. and you don't like there's a period of time where you have to understand that and maybe starting out within maybe the first year that's okay but you have to learn the business side of that within mm-hmm. that same year yeah, right you have to learn like how you're going to promote yourself and how you're going to do that and after a certain amount of time if you're going to take this seriously and this is what you want to do as a career you can't do this for free. Right, exactly. Even if it's like 5%, 10%, 15% of the door or it's like 20 bucks plus 5% of the door or something. Like there's you got to start out with something and you have to take yeah. it
0: seriously. And, and that like, goes with learning your knowing your yes, worth. Yes. You know? and knowing our worth.
1: Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be like I won't perform for more than $300. Yeah. Because the most professional people that I've ever worked with they usually start out at that price for certain people, but we're able to work things out and decide, you know what, maybe $50 and 10% of the door. Mm-hmm. And they'll go out and they'll perform. You have to understand like those certain aspects of things and just... I don't even know if you want to do that for a full year, the whole free exposure thing. There's still going to be certain shows where you're going to be like, you know what, this is for charity, do it for free. There's still going to be certain things where you see it and you're like, you know what, we can do this, we can jump on this. And like, I guess in our situation, one of those things would be Loom. Mm -hmm. Loom, like, and it's like, there's, it's a totally free app. There's like there's a lot of exposure with it. There's a lot of good things where you can connect to new people. And I guess that's another part of it is like some people might look at it like you're not getting paid per stream or this or that. But the whole idea behind it is like you can get all your stuff on all streaming platforms. You can still have your music on free platforms. You can still have it on YouTube. You can have it on like Spotify. You can have it on SoundCloud. Yeah. But there's certain things like Loom, where it's just like you have to understand that, okay, I have like this aspect of it, and there's like, but Loom is like, it, there's so much more of a connection with it. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of why I want to bring that up yeah. in this conversation, is because it's like... It's a social network, too. It's a social network. It's like, I don't, I keep saying it, but I kind of hate that I'm saying it, but it's kind of like a Twitter for music. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's no, like better than Twitter for me. Yeah, I, mean, I, I enjoy more than Twitter, and it's only been a couple of days right. since I've been like looking on it and getting into it since the launch. Like yeah. the day of the launch is really where I was like, okay.
0: And I remember you talked to me. about Yeah. It. Well, I saw that, um, you know, uh, a lot of artists in the last even yeah in the last two weeks have been appearing constantly. Like there's been new artists that have been popping up on the app, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's great to see how, you know. Yeah, it may be a free app, but you're also not getting fucked over either. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing to lose. there's only to gain by putting your music on there. You can do Loom exclusives, mm-hmm. where you can. It's, mm-hmm. It can serve as like a testing ground of sorts before you put it on Spotify and like really take that to the next level. Um, yeah, no, like Loom is Loom is like the, the timing could not be more perfect for Loom to acclimate to our scene because artists really need this. Um, and like, yeah, you know, I like, as, as like Loom becomes more and more of like, as it expands its user base, like it will be more and more difficult to engage with like every single person you come in contact with. But it also is like that social network part of it, where you can still follow and unfollow people. You can still like, you know, You can make playlists You can find some of your favorite songs You can, like, you know Like, it's going to soon get to the point Where it's like you don't know what you're going to come across And that's, like, the really exciting part of it That's what I've enjoyed about it so far
1: Good Because, like Trashman, Shunny, and, and Miles both set up their accounts, and I've been looking at like through Miles' account. I haven't set up my fan page because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like trying to find. I'm like I'm gonna find out the artist side of this first. But um, my girlfriend,
0: I just Karina, saw Karina uh, joined Loom recently. Shout yes. out Karina! Shout out Karina! I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, like she showed me
1: the fan side of it, so I haven't felt like all right. I gotta do the fan side of it right now. Um, so I'm just trying to kind of find the artist side of it, but it's so hard. Where it's like I'm finding so many artists, I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to add this to my playlist, yeah. and I'm like, it's not my playlist. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Miles is like doing his posts on it, and like Trashman's doing his posts on stuff, and I'm like, I can't make my playlist on their profiles. So like, I'm gonna do the fan profile. Next. There you go. It's probably what I'll do when I get home, yeah. <laughs> honestly. But it's like I found people from Madison, from Minneapolis. I found people I'd never even heard of in my life, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is good. Right. And there's like, for artists, again, like there's the navigation between the whole like being professional and knowing where you have to go with things and whatever else. But for this, like, like. And we did the know your worth, we're talking about yeah. know your worth. But with this, like this is a lot about exposure where with Loom, I've noticed we're
0: reaching a lot of people that we've never reached before. Texas. It's there's people in Austin, Texas that there's like are down on the app right now.
1: <laughs> there's people that are commenting and adding like Miles and Shunny to their like playlists and following mm-hmm. that we would have never even heard of without that. Yeah. And it's really cool. Like it's a really cool app. So shout out to like anybody who's ever been a part of like Loom. like
0: shout that's out, <laughs> shout out to shout Loom. Yeah, had the launch event on Thursday in Madison.
1: Yes, I saw videos
0: of that. Yeah. on Loom. Look, yeah, <laughs> fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked really nice. It was a lot of fun. Majestic. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it was a great time. So I want to um, um, back to High Tribe. I want to know. I guess you know. Yeah, like. Now that you're obviously in this new position, everything, what can we expect from High Tribe, uh, you know, as of, like, this coming year? Within the next... Well, coming up in, on July, I want
1: to say it was 26. I'm so bad with dates. Like, I... I That's okay. I You know, I, like, I, I... I forgot yeah. it was my birthday one year. I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's not my birthday. Like, I didn't know what day it was. Yeah. I believe it's... And even just to be very, very accurate, I believe it's July 26. We have High Times 3 dropping. Okay. Which is the trilogy. Um... For Miles, he's been doing these for... I know we have High Times 2 on all platforms. We have High Times 3 on all platforms um, coming July 26th. It's July 26th. Great. There Um, you go. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But um, that's what's going to be coming up within the near future. We're going to have an EP release party in Appleton, Wisconsin at the Capitol Center on the 26th. Um, We're going to be premiering High Times 3 through Breaking and Entering. Fun. So I'm really excited about that because that's the first time we're doing that. And shout out to Yogi Bean Keys because, like, they're one of the, the
0: greatest th- guys that yes. love Yogi Bean Keys,
1: man. I love them so much. We were on Sugar Island with them, and it was, like, paradise. Oh, yeah, like it's, it's, I don't know if you've heard the legend of Sugar Island. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay, like, I, I thought it was some name that they gave, like, some spot that they record. It's a legit island. Like, I drove to this place. And like Keys was outside waiting on a dock and he like took me on a boat to Trigger <laughs> Island and like there's there's some things in the works I'm not gonna talk to Okay. About, like, yeah. there's, like, you
0: gotta you gotta, there's, you gotta you gotta keep us uh, at the edge of our seats. Yeah, now. there's like some things to look out for. Yeah. But like
1: Yogi being and Keys are are like really dope and I know that they like they did like a, a release with Breaking and Entering. I know that there's other artists that have done it, but they're like when they did the release it was like oh shit this is really special i don't know what it was but it's it may be that connection with alan again it's, mm-hmm. but there's so we'll be doing uh an exclusive release through them cool. um but high times three will be coming up awesome. there's there's going to be some things that are happening in between um with trashman shunny and and miles we have the there and back tour mm-hmm. in august um, that's going to be throughout the state. It's called the there and back tour because we're hitting multiple spots multiple sure. times. Nice. Um, I believe we're going to be doing like uh, Oshkosh, Appleton, and Milwaukee. Yeah. There's a bunch of spots. I know that uh, Miles is going to be opening up for Busy Bone oh, during wow. that time. Cool. Like it's, it's those are
0: all that cities <laughs> that those are all cities
1: that love to drink. Yes,
0: <laughs> that's. That's where we go. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: That's yeah. why we get along with you go. We right.
0: And all these people. <laughs> those, those guys love to drink. They yeah. brought a case of PBR when I had them on the show, and uh, we had a blast. Um, I love...
1: I don't know if I love PBR. I mean, they're going to hate me for saying this, but I don't know if I like PBR that much.
0: But I'm, I, I'm Modelo. Modelo's great. I do love Modelo. PBR is oh, great, but yeah. PBR has... Um, there's a rumor that PBR and hams are like the same thing. They're just marketed differently. And I'm a hams guy because it's just so cheap. Yeah. But, yeah. But my <laughs> I've point. I've never really thought about it, but yeah. maybe. It's a rumor. It's only a rumor. Don't quote me. But PBR is, you know, it's, it's great. It, yeah, It's I, I think it's fine for, you know, just a cheap, uh, an economical hipster beer. Um, <laughs> but, like, and shout out to them
1: because. Like when we celebrated my birthday last year, and we're gonna be doing it again, um, at the Cactus Club, Milwaukee, oh yeah. August eighteenth. Like oh. my birthday's August. Oh, 17th. Good thing you
0: didn't have to forget again this no, year. Oh,
1: I'm not gonna forget this year. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> last year it was it was, I don't know, it was kind of bad. But it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like uh, August eighteenth, we're gonna we're gonna do a show at Cactus Club. Yogi Bean Keys are gonna be there.
0: Like that's what I was really excited about. I was like, "Okay, are we being you know, it's gonna be fun. You know, like there's gonna be beer foam getting spilled everywhere and shit." It's a part of the uh, there and back tour. We're gonna be doing that on uh, August
1: 18th at the Cactus Club. Like, I'm really excited. That'll be really fun, man. That's that's another event that's coming up. Um, that we're uh, breaking and entering is gonna be sponsoring. We we got other sponsors, as well. we're kind of just still working things out within that. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be be good. So.
0: What do you feel like Milwaukee, you know, needs to keep doing? And what do you feel like Milwaukee needs to just be... To work better at in in order for our scene to be, like, at the pinnacle of its success?
1: I think a lot of it comes down to... I think a lot of it comes down to, with, with, as far as like what we could do better, I think we could do a lot better at making that connection with people. I think there's a lot of artists that make a lot of great music, and they could get a lot of people out, and we could do a lot better on that aspect of things. I think my one complaint, I don't know if so much if it's an, a complaint too much. Um, maybe it's just because I've been paying attention since th- 2012, but the only... People that have gotten like a lot of attention since 2012 are people who left the city mm-hmm. and they were able to make a name outside of the city, and then all of a sudden the city wants to claim them again. Yeah. That's oh, like yeah, a nice. weird thing that happens. It's, it's, and it's not necessarily a complaint. I understand it. People want, I don't know, it, it, I don't know what it is really. If it's because of the rivalry with the Chicago scene and every other scene, and we think about like <laughs> to a certain, like, everybody has to be here. Um, yeah. People are afraid. I think a little bit of it is that. It, people are afraid to jump onto it. There's not a lot of like media people that jump onto um, supporting artists because there's a lot of really good people that do things here in Milwaukee, and nobody really looks at them until they've made some of this,
0: or until right. they've made journal So Like, they're not taken seriously yeah. to the extent... Like, for me, it's like... I take someone seriously depending on how they conduct themselves. Um, you know, there's plenty of people that will say like, oh yeah, I, I rap or like, oh yeah, I play this, I'm in this band, but I look at the professionalism. I look at how they conduct themselves both on and off the stage. I look at how seriously they're talking about, you know, that's important. how, how much they're working on their craft, how much they're working on outdoing themselves and how humble they are and how willing they are to show up for other people in the scene and how willing they are to collab and connect and just acknowledge those that are also in the same boat as them. If someone has an ego, if someone is, you know, seeking, if, if someone is just like, seeking very deliberate like validation on social media and like trying to talk up a storm but isn't really doing anything to back it up or if just people are just feel entitled or think that they're just you know too good to show up for things then that's where i'm like okay like i'm y- 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 like you don't get it you yeah. know and I and like there are people like that. There's people like that in every scene. Yeah. Luckily, there's not that many like that I've come across personally, but I agree. I think that you know we we have to. I think that you know the professionalism can always be better. Um, think just thinking about people that are just showing up and just showing that they care, instead of you know getting fucked up and and you know. Smoking weed and just playing video games the whole mm-hmm. time or you just, you know, they're only there because it's like They're, they're only there because their friends are there like Those are the people I feel like you separate. No, like, I know what um, you mean. There's there's definitely I think what
1: I Think a lot of what this scene needs more is just people who are willing to make that commitment to the scene and it's not only, like, getting yourself known. Again, maybe this is just me because I've been paying attention since that point where everybody's like, i got to be the first. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know a lot of people want to make it. We all want to make it. But there's a lot of people that... And this is where I respected the hell out of Nipsey Hussle. There's one example. Rest in peace. I think, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Like, this man is... I think what we should gain out of that is the man was a top fucking artist. Like, he put a lot of thought into his music, and he grew as an artist, and he was probably one of the most underrated, under-talked-about artists that we have out right now because of the whole SoundCloud wave and whatever else is going on. Um, But I feel like Nipsey Hussle was really a person that we have to look at because he... He made it to a certain point within his career where he was like, you know what, I have to build my community up now, and he really invested in that. And I think that that's something that we're starting to gain more, maybe not only in Milwaukee but like across the whole entire like nation. Mm-hmm. Is that I think there's artists that are starting to realize like, you know what, we have to establish this scene, and not only that, but we have to establish this scene because when we are able to like make it, or when we're whenever we're able to like. Give back to a certain purpose. We can do that, mm-hmm. and that's like, that's very important as well. Like, there's a lot of aspects that go into this game, yep. and we've talked about a lot of them throughout this. We got life. through a, this whole hour. Yeah, we we got, got through a lot. Like, we got through a lot. Like there was like, the business end. There's knowing when to like push certain things. They're showing up and and supporting other professionalism. Artists, professionalism, and then there's this which. And I'll give another shout-out because we've done a lot of shout-outs. This is going to be a lot of fun to, to tag everybody. Out. Yeah, Cypher Lady X. Cypher oh, Lady yeah. X has done a yeah. lot of, of promoting, more of like trying to figure out how we can support local businesses and, and, and local things in that sense. And she's a great artist, but she's also put a lot of work into that. And that's what I respect. There's... I guess what it comes down to at the end of the day is I respect a lot of like the business end of things. There's a lot of artists that I really respect and when it comes down to it there's like a lot to put up on when it comes to the business end Mm -hmm. of things and there's a lot that's involved in that but it's just people that go out of their way and they're not selfish selfish. Yeah people like Nile, who are willing to show up to other people's shows. Yogi mean keys who have show Jen. up to other people's shows. Jen. Yeah. Schleyberry. Yeah. There's like, I can keep on going on, J.O. Like, mm-hmm. J.O. Rodriguez, famous, who's also a videographer. I'm like, there's yeah. a lot of people that we can name that in this scene have done a lot for themselves. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, they've, they've tried to push a lot of other people and they've paid attention and they've showed up and they've showed support. And I think... I guess going forward, when we when we talk about Milwaukee and we talk about what's needed or what we haven't kept up on, I think what we need to keep doing is supporting each other and keep that net and keep a lot of contact with a lot of the people that know what they're doing and be yeah. able to establish, because there's so many people within this scene, we're able to look at, like, this person's very professional. This person can perform. This person is going to bring people out. This person's going to do this. Like, there's we so put many put our heads things together. Things. You yeah. have to look at that and you have to understand, like... What can we do to push that? And I think that going forward in Milwaukee, that's the one thing that I would say we need to continue and continue to build on, is just that communication between artists, and not only that, but
0: the fans. Mm-hmm. Like You have to listen to your fans and make that connection. The reason everyone is succeeding in the first place. They're yes. The fans, the draw, the crowd. Like
1: and There's a lot of pe- There's mm-hmm. so many people within Milwaukee. And... and for us within High Tribe, there's people that have like come down from Appleton. There's like a lot of people that have done yes, trash man, trash man. <laughs> well, Yeah, but, but I mean like fan wise, there's a lot of people that have come down from Appleton. There's people that have made that drive. Yeah. There are people that have, like, made the drive to Green Bay mm-hmm. to go listen to Schleyberry, King Miles. There's people that have made the drive to, like, support all these other artists. Yeah. And thank you to everybody that
0: has supported this music scene and yeah. everything else in between. Like, and I an, tribe, Like, this is... Yeah. And I'm going to give a shout-out to another fantastic um, program that's been implemented over the years that allows specifically very young artists... To succeed, I'm gonna give a shout out to Free Space, yes. Webster X, yes, yes. Uh, Janice, Kane, and, and that's Ron. another person like
1: that. Webster X with the whole like Nipsey Hustle topic, like he has he's gotten to a point where he can do that. Yeah, like, he can create that the new the new state. Yep, Janis has done a lot of work with that as well. Where it's just like I. There's so much that's going on with the city, and that's another, like, kind of little point where it's like, what can we do to further the scene? Yeah. 18 plus.
0: Yeah, the the all ages venues are definitely going to help. All right, Jeremy. uh, We talked about a lot of things. A lot. A lot of wholesome things to think about our Milwaukee music scene, but I think we're on a roll. Um. And thank you for the whiskey. The whiskey in no, the, the ginger whiskey. was great, dude. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It helped, dude. I don't even feel like, like, drunk or lit. I just feel no. like I just feel smooth, I'm calm. See, that's what yeah. whiskey's
1: supposed to be like. We talked about that at the beginning, where you're yeah. like, "I
0: just used whiskey to get fucked up." Like, no,
1: you have to. But
0: um, anyway, Jeremy, as we close out, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night?
1: I guess it would be this Milwaukee music scene. It, it would be. Um, being able to get High Tribe and, and Miles and Shunny to the next level and just, am I able to, like, what can I do today to better myself for tomorrow? Yes. That's what it is.
0: We love all of you, High Tribe. Um, shout out to all of you once again. And, you know... Thank I the
1: fans. yes. Again, thank you so much to everybody that supports, like not only High Tribe but Milwaukee hip hop and Milwaukee music as a whole,
0: and the music ones that show and- up to shows.
1: Yes, that's very important.
0: It's yeah, very important. It's one thing to listen to them on streams, but it's, it's it goes miles more when you show up. Exactly. What puts you to sleep? What
1: puts me to sleep is knowing that I put in that work. And knowing that there's people um, like Miles and Shunny and Shlee and Jen and Yogi being and keys and Nile and I can keep all up. of them, man, all of them. But people dude. that are putting in work um, to make this scene a better place, and knowing that tomorrow, like we're gonna continue to build off of that, and that's what that's what puts me to sleep, honestly. And Irish
0: whiskey. <laughs> and <I'm- laughs>
1: irish was he's part
0: of that yeah okay modello shout out to Modelo. Oh, shout out modello thanks for being on the show thank you so much man it's a ton of fun um this is really really insightful um so remember show up learn the business and uh, use people in your corner um yes. we're all working towards a collective goal thank you for watching mr nice guy we'll see you next time